0: Check us out, Chuck, the Republic Enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is D.O.C. the D.D. Diggie motherfucking God. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, z Murray. What up, yo? This
1: is E-Shot.
2: This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. This is
1: your boy,
0: DJ Paul K.O.L. from 365. Young, busy, ball. Vice World. This is your man, Mastermind, to hell, Rage Up. Yo, this is DJ Reddy Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show.
2: saying a lot of history here tonight, one and only Havoc of South Central Cartel, let me bring him on right now, um, Havoc, how you holding up, fam?
0: Uh, what's up today, boy, I'm holding up real well out here, man, just trying to uh, stay healthy and survive, you know, with this old Corona, COVID <laughs> thing happening, man, you know, just trying to uh, just stay safe, that's it, man, yeah, yeah it's real crazy, too,
2: man. I'm one of them dudes, yeah. man, if I if I catch it, you know what I'm saying, um, I'm done for So I gotta I gotta avoid people like the plague literally. <laughs> I mean it's it's crazy. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, I totally know what you mean, you know, man. My wife, uh she's a type two diabetic, you know what I mean? So it's a double it's a double whammy for her because she works uh she's a um, campus president for a college. And uh oh, wow. you know, she's going out there and she's around people and then I'm 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 dealing with people and then I come back home. So not only is she dealing with people, then I come home after dealing with people. So I got I have to be very careful, you know. So that's what I'm trying yeah. to do, just be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, I and mean, outside yeah. of that, man, I, yeah, I'm I'm pray that you stay safe. You know, we don't need you. Uh, I, we need people life. like you, man.
2: Likewise, man, I appreciate that um, Yeah, it's, it's crazy I mean, I, I always I mean, We talked about it on the show for years um, That this could happen You know what I'm saying? But I never thought in a million years it would actually happen And it's really uh, put a damper On the music industry, too A lot of people can't do yeah, yeah. shows or, You know um, yeah. how, how has it affected You doing
0: shows and things of that nature? I mean I mean, I mean like Traveling, you know, usually we are we're yeah. we big overseas, and you know we can't we can't travel. Everything is like a wait now. You know, it's like oh, when they stop, or when they lift the COVID uh, b- uh, restrictions, you know, we got this thing, we got this, you know, we got this hookup, and uh, in uh, Japan, we can do that, and you know, and every time you know, every time they give a date or a time frame, then once it gets close, they push it back. So you know, it's really, it's, it's really a hurting thing for you know a lot of us out here. Yeah,
2: you guys, uh, uh, you know, overseas uh, crowd really loves you. Shout out to the homie Dagger D. Uh, he did a phenomenal song with you guys called Yaman uh, a couple years back. Um,
0: yeah, right. Off. <laughs>
2: yeah, man, it's yeah. A, uh, a the yeah. overseas yeah. crowd. I think they appreciate hip hop more than uh people do here. You know what I'm saying? At least uh yeah. the generation we came up off of. You know, uh right, they really right. love stuff from the 90s, you know.
1: Right. Are you doing right, a lot
2: right. of uh shows overseas? You said uh before this uh, pandemic hit?
0: Yeah, we were we were overseas quite a bit, you know, we, we went over to Switzerland, uh France and you know, uh on uh, it was even a couple trips that I couldn't make, but you know, we still had enough uh, with young and prod, prodigy, you know, to get out, get out there, man, and still represent, you know, and, and that's a blessing that we have, you know, uh, young pride, you know, Cali Pitts. So um, we made a lot of things happen overseas, you know, we, you know, and, and, and like you said, you know, the love overseas, when you get overseas, it, 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 you feel it and more than you feel it over here in the States, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I send out all my love and shout outs to those fans overseas, and those soon to be fans that we're going to start collecting when we drop this new album. But uh, you know what I'm saying, and I, and I, and I oh. do again like you like you we I want to give a shout out to Dagger D for even thinking of us and considering us to put us on this on on this track because the track was hot. Uh, he's dope. He's a dope lyricist. You know what I mean. And then just to uh, hear him beside me and pride. And he wasn't lacking in any area. I mean, man, it was phenomenal. Yeah. You know, so shout yeah, he out to that. I mean,
2: that, that track right there is a real dope track. But I need to go back a little bit. You said you got a new project coming out. Is this a solo or is this a South Central Cartel or Havoc and Prodigy?
0: Well, well, we dropped. Well, okay. You know, let, let, me, let me say, like, uh, we're working on different projects. We have, uh, I have a solo coming out, and I, I, it should be out June or July. It's called Liquid Nitrogen. It'll be the first uh, Havoc from the South Central Cartel solo. It's going to have uh, approximately 12 songs on it, or maybe 10 songs with an intro, outro. Um, and, you know, it's going to have features. What I try to do with my album was not go into picking people that have big names in the game. I wanted to yeah. because I remember being that artist that wanted to get on that man get on that album and and show my skills and talents, so I kind of like went into the archives of you know you know some of the people from around the way that I knew or that people introduced me to along the way, and I put them on my album you know i have a I have the likes of like penthouse sean i have uh uh um forty McAframa. I have a Lady Z. I also have this guy who's who's killing it right now. Uh, his name is Doe Fresh the Don, you know. And you know, I got a I got a feature coming. I'm trying to see, you know, I'm waiting on it. I'm waiting on it. He 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 he, he, he he's uh, guaranteeing me it's gonna happen with Glasses Malone. Uh, so um, that's what I'm trying to bring to the table. And I'm trying to bring a different vibe, you know. I stepped into the production realm. I produced probably like 5 songs on the album. Then I got my boy Slide Talk. <clears throat> and Slide Talk is a producer, he's a writer, he's a talk box. Uh he do the talk box, he play guitar, he play keyboards, and you know, he's he's a damn he's he's a, a man. He he's fire. Let's put it that way. He's fire with everything he do. He's mixing the whole album. You know, I mean, he he has skills and talents beyond and I you know God really blessed him but outside of my album we also have the south central uh uh the uh, what we have a south central cartel record that we we finishing up and then me and prod linked up and we've already completed half of a, a big havoc big prodigy album shit Man, that's good news for the listeners, you know what I'm saying, because, uh,
2: you know, you're hitting them them from all sides. Did the pandemic play a part in all this? Like, were you guys like, shit, man, now would be a great time to get together and start doing this?
0: Well, you know, like, uh, a lot of things had transpired with the South Central Cartel, you know, and we were kind of like in limbo. You know, it was like Young Prod and and his brother Prodigy, they're, they're brothers, they're my cousins. But they stay right by each other, so they they constantly working, they always working. You know, they have a they have a a, a album out now called the Prodigy the Co- the Prodigy Project because you know he has big Prodigy and Young Prodigy, so it's called the Prodigy Project. And then you know, Pride is also finishing up an EP with A O V. You know, but they they're close. You know, so the pandemic was shutting down everything. Gave I, I would say all of us. A chance to sit back, think, reevaluate you know our position in the music business, you know whether it be group wise whether it be solo wise, and then you know uh make some decisions, and I just finally said, You know what i've you know I've never really given them a havoc album that that is coming from me, it's concepted by me. Where I have my hand in the production, where I have my hand in a, in a, in a, in, a, in 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 every facet, you know, of what 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 brings about an album. So you know, I stepped into that realm, and then you know, Prodigy hit me one day, and this is all during the pandemic. He hit me one day and said, "Man, I want to do that Havoc and Prodigy album that we've been talking about for years." So you know, we didn't we we have done together, and I mean, these songs are banging. A banger, you know, and uh, we've done probably like five songs already. So I'm guessing maybe we'll do like five more and we'll put that out, you know. So then we got cartel uh that we got coming out. And then, you know, another official South Central Cartel album. So, yeah, I would say that the pandemic uh, had a lot to do with us uh, all linking back up. And, and also we working on a documentary, the South Central Cartel Official Documentary. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff coming up out the out, 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 out the uh the, the squad. So you know everybody brace yourself and get ready for it because it's coming.
2: I'm looking forward to all of that, man, and the documentary too. Um, cause you guys you guys have a, a huge history. Like I was saying at the beginning, it's going back like 30 something years. Um, are you you got like a lot of footage that you're gonna include in this, like stuff that we've never seen before?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be footage and things you never seen before. It's gonna be the unveiling of some of the internal problems that we had and why certain members left and you know, and then we we we, we experienced the passing of one of our members, Grip, DJ Grip, you know, so it's a lot that's gonna be going up on in this in documentary, you're gonna hear from people that's close to us that you know, saw us go through things. You know, when 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 things started happening with the with the Def Jam um, East Coast West Coast thing, when they basically was like shelved our product. You know, and they you know you you hear people talk about what we were going through. So it's gonna be very informative for a lot of people. You know, it's like you know. We we looked at it and we was like salt and pepper do it, uh, this person do it. Let's go ahead and do it because we've been talking about it for years. So now we yeah. actually we actually are doing it now. You know what I mean? So um, probably like almost a week and a half ago uh, we started shooting. You know, so uh, it's gonna be really good. It's gonna be really good because you know I, we're the type of people we don't settle for no lackadaisical bull crap, you know, as far as video quality and all that. We want good quality and we want people to to be able to follow our, you know, our story and, and love it at the same time. You know, enjoy it once it's done, go out and talk about it, you know, and probably go back in and play it two or three more times, you know. That's what that's what we want to put out there. So it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah, I always wondered, too, you know,
2: because uh, you guys was the first group, I believe, signed to Def Jam from the West, um, if I'm not mistaken. Because um, I think solo, uh, Jail Felony, he might have been the first solo artist, maybe Warren G., I don't know. But that was an amazing time to be on that label. It's a shame that they would shelf you. Did they ever give you any explanation?
0: Well, they, they, it, it happened, you know, when they started having the East Coast, West Coast beef. You know, that's when everything because we were, we they, they 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 put more focus on the East Coast groups at that point in time when 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 Snoop and 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 all of them was going at it in, in New York. You know, when corrupt was shooting when when they were shooting that uh that a uh, New York New York video and they shot some of it in um in New York and we just happened to be out there because they was having the Def Jam tenth anniversary party and they've been Russell flew us out there to attend. And, you know, next thing you know, we hear that they, they shot up the Winter Bagel that Snoop and them had, and then Bone Thugs and Harmony and Biggie Smalls and them got into it, you know, at the, at the function. I mean, man, it was just deep. And, you know, then you start hearing, uh, we start hearing a lot of, you know, uh, East Coast groups saying fuck the West Coast groups, you know what I'm saying? And we were on Def Jam West at the time. You know, we were signed to Def Jam, but then they moved us over to Def Jam West. So um, then they signed the likes of Warren G. I think Warren G, I don't think Warren G, I think Warren G, yeah, Warren G was probably the first solo artist on Def Jam. And then Jail Felony was signed through JMJ, Jam Master J's label. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we got told by Sony we was at a function. And this was when Def Jam was about the Def Jam was leaving uh, Sony and jumping over to Polygram Island, you know, for distribution. And uh, we 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 got picked up in a van, and they, and the guy, the promoter, got in, and he was like, "Man, Sony loves y'all. It was like they're not even promoting y'all album right now because of what's going on with them and Def Jam, but they say y'all shit won't stop selling. You know what I mean? So." I mean, we had a lot of love. We in the beginning, we had a lot of support, and 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 they had the ultimate record in their hand, and they and they and they knew how they was gonna blow it up, and then everything just seemed like a nightmare just hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. LV didn't get signed to Def Jam. He ended up getting signed to Tommy Boy. See, Def Jam was supposed to have everything that we had. I had signed a solo deal with Def Jam. Nobody never yeah. knew it, but. Every record label that we were on, which we were on two record labels, we were on Quality Records, that independent, the small independent, and then we left Quality and went over to Def Jam. And on both of those labels, I had solo deals. I signed the president, Russell, and Russ Ringman signed me personally. So, you know, it, 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 a lot of people don't know that. They don't know that I have because I'm kind of like one of them laid-back, quiet type of guys. I'm not. I wasn't at that time too vocal. You know, I was more of a go with the flow. let's see how this go type of guy, but you know i i had I had solo deals on both labels, you know, so um the east coast west coast thing really you know it really it really hurt us, you know so and then to a certain extent, we start feeling like we were blackballed, but see all that's gonna come in the documentary because you're gonna hear what led up to us feeling that way, you know. How 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 did we start feeling that way? Because it wasn't all Dev Jam's. Just saying fuck us. It was things that internally, them internal, you know, them internal gears start turning the wrong way, and Dev Jam got pissed off at a lot of things, you know. Because overall, Russell loved us. Overall, Leor loved us, you know. Uh, and Leor was the president at that time, uh, so uh West you know West 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 Johnson was one of the big big wigs at Def Jam and they all loved us. They all had a, had a, had a whole plan on how they was going to take us to the next level, but it never happened. You know, and it's for internal reasons and plus the East Coast West Coast beef that y'all hear about in a documentary. So I don't want to get that up. I want y'all to watch the documentary. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah that's going to be a amazing film. Uh, that's going to be something that you guys got to um, I submit to all those uh, Film festivals, Netflix All that shit because uh,
1: right, Like I right, said, the yeah. history
2: Is amazing, but just imagine If they would have uh, backed that project Like you said, it would sound like crazy On it's own pretty much um, Right I think would have been multi, multi-platinum multi um, yeah. My favorite song on there Was Gang Stories with Big Mike And 3-2 because uh, That was just such a dope combination Man, what was it like working uh-huh. with uh Yo, Big Mike is three, two, rest in peace.
0: It was uh it was amazing to work with them too, and I always use that word because that's just what it was, or that's what I felt it was. You know what I mean? I felt like they give you them two guys gave you another look at how you approach rap, how you approach lyric, you know, lyric writing, how you approach uh coming coming at a beat, you know. They just gave you a a whole different look. No different than Pac when he was in the studio with us. They just gave us a whole different look. And on top of that, they gave us nothing but respect and love. You know what I mean? So when we when we got at them and asked them, they was like, no problem, man. They, they, they came out. They hung out with us. They did their thing. And then they kept in contact with us along the way. You know, I think my brother Droop, who eventually ended up doing a project, but it was never put out. Uh, I think he did a song with Big Mike. You know, Big Mike liked this style, if I'm correct. But real down-to-earth characters, man. You know, I mean, Big Mike is laid back. You know, I don't even know. I think I saw Big Mike smile or laugh probably like one or twice. You know what I mean? Other than that, he got that serious look. And, you know, I attribute that to probably where he, you know, Fifth War, Fourth War, Third War, whatever he You know, it's serious. It's serious business out there. It's no different than South Central L.A. When you grew up in around the area I grew up in, you know, a lot of people used to say I had a mean look on my face, you know, because you couldn't couldn't come off like you was a happy cat. You know, you always had to hold that demeanor of like, man, ain't nobody going to F with me. You know what I mean? So those cats were down to earth, man, and solid. Let's put it that way. Amazing to watch in the studio. Amazing to hear in the studio. Amazing to uh, uh, bounce ideas off in the studio. Those two solid cats, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. They were about to uh, be uh, um, on death row before they went back down the rap lot. That would have been an interesting scenario. Um, Yeah. But
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I heard something like that. Yeah. The yeah. interesting scenario that people don't know and I just recently found out about this man was that Easy E wanted to sign the South Central Cartel. Wow. Right before he died. Yeah. And that my cousin Michelle A, that's my cousin. That's me and Pride and young pride's first cousin. That's our blood cousin. You know, a lot of people don't know that either. So and she was signed to Easy, uh and Probably before her album came out, when she, I think it happened right around the time when she was doing the Wrecking Crew song, Turn Off the Lights. I was over at her house, uh, off of Normandy in 36, visiting her, and uh, she said, oh, I want to take you to meet Easy. I think Easy'll like you. You know, so I had I had opportunities to do different things, but you know, like I told, I said I, I'm solid with my with my position and my crew. So I didn't take that avenue. But, you know, it was nice to know, you know, that EZE was considering signing us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you could have actually
2: been on Ruthless right around the same time, um, you know, the uh, Above the Law signed or something. Michelle A. Taking right, you over here. Right. Head. What was your first impression of EZE, man?
0: I met EZE for the first time at. Uh, it was the first summer jam because we were in a summer jam with, you know, J.D. the Brat, Queen Latifah, Tretch. Uh, it was uh, uh, Eazy-E, Bone Thugs. We was all in the first summer jam together, and I met Eazy-E backstage. And Eazy-E, he, he, just, he was just a quiet guy. He wasn't too vocal. He was just quiet. And when I saw him, I, I walked up and I introduced myself, and he shook his head. He was like, ride, 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 nice to meet you. And then after that, he just channeled in on the show. You know, he just stood there and just watched the show. I stood by him for a, a few minutes and, you know, then I walked off. But, you know, from what I can see about Easy e uh, he was just, you know, a guy that just kind of mind his own, you know, and and, and and always trying to be solid with the people that he deal with, you know. So that's what I thought of Easy e you know. I yeah. really never had the chance to really, you know, speak in depth with him or really, you know, sit down with him and talk or have a talk session with him. But from what I see that he was just a real cool guy, real laid back.
2: And and he wanted uh, to sign you uh, right before he passed. Uh,
0: that would have been huge. Yeah, Gee, it would have been huge. Ruthless. I think, I think, I think, uh, that would have been more of a of a good thing for South Central Cartel, not discrediting Def Jam and and Russell. I, man, hey, I I I I have nothing but love for Russell, you know, and the Dev Jam family. Uh, but to be on Roofless and that's a West Coast label, man, come on, you know. Yeah. I think that would have been big. I think that would have been big, and plus, Easy E knew exactly what to do with our type of music. Russell and them actually had to figure it out. You know what I mean? Cause they that we was the first gangster group on the on the label. So they had to really figure they, it out. They you know, like yeah, exactly they didn't know yeah, what was the likes cool. of Warren C they, they wasn't gangsta, huh?
2: I was gonna say that same year they uh signed his nephew, uh Russell's nephew, the Flatliners, and they were uh-huh. uh, something totally different at that time too. You yeah.
1: Know, uh Yeah. Yeah. I mean
2: Gangster Nips yeah. the creator of Horrorcore but they were like a uh a New York version of hardcore. Um Yeah. And uh that was it's it's almost like Russell was trying to uh experiment in different regions and with different types of music at that era,
0: at time. Yeah, yeah, he was. Russell 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 was a man who take risk, you know. He he loved to experiment. That's why he signed Boss, you know. He see. He, yeah. he told us. He said, "Man, I want y'all to be on the lookout for this for this female rapper called named Boss." He was like, "She fucking, she's fucking gangster. She, she, she's fucking bad." And that's how he said it. You know, he was like, she's gonna be the next big thing," like that. And then all of a sudden, Deeper came out. You know what I mean? And I was like, "Man." Then he sent uh, them out here to work with us. You know, yeah. and we was working very closely with our DJ, D the Mad Bitch. You know, I still keep in contact with D to this day, you know. So, I mean, man, the people that you meet along the way, you know, it, 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 it's amazing how long, you know, how you how long we've been knowing these people, you know. So, I mean, Russell, outstanding guy, you know. And I like you said, he took a lot of chances. You know, he was experimenting with a lot of things. Oh yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, I mean uh, Martel Jordan was an experiment because I don't think Dev Jam had singers, did they?
2: No, no. Not that I remember.
0: I think Martel Jordan was the first singer that they signed.
2: Yeah, it was they was but moving this is how like do it. Crazy. Yeah. It's just so, a, a you know, shame um that they didn't put more behind that record because then you had the gangster team with uh, of course with eight uh spice
0: Ice T and Tupac. That's right. uh, that,
2: that's something that that only comes along once in a lifetime. Man, what was it right. like doing that track? Were you guys all in the lab? Uh,
0: we at was the all same in the time? lab. I mean, eight. Oh, eight yeah. ten, I, mean, I think I think um, the first day we went into the lab because we was over at Larrabee Larabee Studios in uh, in North Hollywood. Uh, The first time we went into the lab, eight came uh, and uh, he hung out with us and he did his thing and blah, you know, and then the following day, that's when Tupac popped up. He came into the, uh, into the, uh, into the lab, you know, so we were all never in the lab together. I think the, the most, most we had in the lab together would be probably like Pac and spice. Uh. You know, I think when eight came, there was nobody else in there but us and eight and then when uh when uh what when uh uh you know then spice and uh Tupac came and it was, you know, us up in there and then Tretch. I think I think no the day Pac came, Tretch was in there too. Tretch was in there too. So it probably was three or three of us plus three of them plus us. In there at the same time, but we wouldn't all in there at the same time. But it was an amazing experience, man. Pac walked in that studio and Pac said, he said, What's up there, everybody? Shook everybody's hand, showed everybody some love, and then he said, Throw the track on. And the track ready went to on. Go. And Pac and Pac was like, Oh yeah, I'm feeling this. He said, Give me what what do we paper in the pad? Pad. Handing paper in the pad. And he sat right there and he wrote his rap. I think it probably took about 20 minutes, maybe 15, you know, and he was smoking and drinking at the same time. So uh, when he finished, he said, I'm ready. And then we was looking like, you done? He was like, I'm ready. Let's go. Like that. He went up in the, um, in, the, uh, in the box, man, and the way he laid his lyrics, you know what I mean? It was amazing to learn because that technique that he used, I use it today sometimes. So that's why I say you learn from different different other people, you know. So I took something from Pac and put it in my toolbox so that I can use it later on. You know what I mean? And Spice One, he's another deadly person on the microphone in the studio. Oh, you know what one I'm saying? I think one of the best. I think I think everybody that we mess that we that we dealt with doing the gangster team shows something unique about themselves that I admire. You know, I'm speaking for me personally, that I admired about them. You know what I mean? So, you know, and it, and it was it, it was a great, great moment just to be around those cats, you know, knowing where those cats came from, knowing how many records they've sold, and then these cats sitting up here and, and, and they coming over here and they showing us that love. You know what I mean? So it was amazing. Ice-T came through. You know what I mean? Like, man, it was amazing up in there. He just won a amazing. Grammy last night. <laughs> Yeah, I see. I heard that. You know, that's
2: huge. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um, right. Yeah. You know, uh, another thing I I always remember too, uh, because you know I, I got the uh, the very first record. You know what I'm saying? And when uh, Mob Deep came out, I was like, what the? I thought they were dope, but I when I found out their names, I was like, what the fuck? There already is a Havoc and Prodigy. Being that there yeah. was East and West <laughs> friction, was there friction between those two groups? You, you know, you guys. And Mobb I mean. Deep?
0: I mean, if you listen at and and and, and God Rest the Soul Prodigy, and you know me and Pride, we we rarely talk about it now because we just feel like we just want to give him the respect because he's not here to
3: yeah, voice his opinion,
0: give his, like his side. So you know, we really don't talk about it. But what people don't know is we didn't have a beef. I mean, yeah. sometimes I I heard little little radio. Uh, uh stories on how it was presented by Prodigy you know from Mob Deep uh but the stories that he presented was not accurate he he knew that the story how it happened we 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 went to Jack the Rapper in 94 in Atlanta and we had checked in our hotel and we walked down to the hotel where they was holding the event and we walked in the door. I guess they were sitting at the other end of the lobby or standing, and they saw us walk in. And me and Prodigy was standing in the in the center of the lobby, and with 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 a guy that named q and 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 the um and, and the mouthpiece, the other you know have up. And they noticed havoc and, and Ball seeing Russell get off the elevator. And said, "There go Russell." So. Me and Pry said, go talk to him, man, see what's up. So while we were standing in the lobby, about six little little little, little short guys walked up to us, and they had them little tomahawk knives, things in their hand, And they started walking around us in a circle, and then I heard somebody say, yo, Havoc and Prodigy, meet Havoc and Prodigy. And I was like, what? Pride said, "Oh yeah, y'all the Havoc and Prodigy mob deep from the East Coast." And then that's when Prodigy starts saying, "Yo, what, what's up with the same name, yo? Y'all gotta, y'all, y'all gotta stop using our names, yo, <clears throat> like that." And you know, we was like, "Man, I don't know what the f- I said this, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. And my cousin Pride said, "Man, look, we don't even trip it, dude. All we know is we South Central Cartel, y'all mob deep." Y'all the Havoc and Prodigy and Mob Deep. We the Havoc and Prodigy and South Central Cartel. We spelt it different and everything else like that. So they was like, Nah, yo, yo. And then Guru, I'm having trouble
1: hearing
0: you. Guru got up. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Guru got up and he came over there and he grabbed me and Prodigy. Put his arm around our shoulders and he said, Come walk with me, man. And we start walking away. And he was like, Man, you know, they just signed their deal. They feeling they self. They off that Hennessy, you know, man. Don't even pay that no attention, man. Like that. And DJ Premier came over and started talking to them too, right? Wow. And what people so do uh, after that? So they mediated the
2: situation.
0: Yes, yes, they mediated. Yeah. And the next thing you know, we was up in their room, in Mob Deep's room, talking to him. while And they was drinking and all that, man. We was up in there talking, laughing and all that. So. When they say when when I hear some of the stories that, that 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 are being told, I just laugh at it. I'm like y'all don't even know. Y'all being told yeah. some, some, some I get some, it from the horse's
2: down. mouth, man. I don't do those exactly. commentary videos. Those are people, you know what? You know those are those are people who don't do the interviews and don't do the the the, uh, the research. They just run at the mouth with opinions. That's right. Yeah. You know? I feel you on that. Yeah. I got some deep teenage for some of the motherfuckers.
1: They like to comment on a lot
2: of my videos, man, so I feel you. Yeah, they don't know, dope, you know. man, guru and 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 premier pretty much saved uh uh you guys from getting into a, a serious violent situation. Now this yeah. was at the Jack because, the I mean, Rapper in ninety four with the Luke and the um the uh death row fight, was it not? Exactly. Yes.
1: I mean, it wow. was heated
2: there. No,
1: when, when yeah, there was already beef on us, going on.
0: It was it was so. already beef out there going on. Then it was heated when they walked up on us the way they did. You know what I mean? And DJ Premier, he has a, he had a uh, he had an interview where he talked about it. You know, and he was like, "This motherfucker South Central cartel, cash what not playing. You know what I mean? And yeah, I mean, like people don't know, but we we kind of laid back. Me and Prodigy, we just laid back. You know what I mean? We we. We're not trying to get Don't out there trip. and start no fun with nobody. Because when you look at it, I can, ask, I can ask people this. Name one event South Central Cartel has either appeared at or has performed at or has, you know, like I said, shown up at, and there was some kind of altercation with South Central Cartel and somebody else. You won't find one.
2: Well,
0: that's a, you won't um, find one.
2: That's a rare quality in in, uh, hip-hop, too, because, uh, uh, like you said, uh, uh, what uh, Guru said about them, uh, you know, they just got signed, you know what I'm saying, they're feeling themselves, a lot of ego, a lot of ego tripping. Yep. But it's good to hear a yep. story, a positive story about that Jack the rapper because I man, I heard Luke was taking pictures with fans covered in blood and you know other people's blood uh you know it was a wild, wild situation there. It's good to hear that yeah. there's something occurred that 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 actually came positive. Did you guys be kind of become yeah. friends after that?
0: Yeah, and you know I mean we, 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 we every time we saw we saw you know we've had no problems with them. They've had no problems with us, you know what I mean? We accepted it for what it was, you know what I mean? So, and we moved on past it, you know, but it's like you got them instigators, them, 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 one, them people that just want to, you know, create a story and then add fuel to it, you know what I'm saying, and start fanning the fire. Nah, nothing happened, you know, it was tense, but in, in the end, we was up in the room, in their room, laughing, talking, and drinking. So I mean, it ended on a good
2: note. Those guys, uh, uh, you know, uh, rest in peace, Guru and you know DJ Premier. Those are some of the real ones right there, because um, they they cared enough to say, you know what, man, let's let's squash this, but let's also make sure that these guys remain cool afterwards. It's like they they right. invested, right. you know, what I'm saying themselves into the situation,
0: and that's rare too. Right. Um, yeah, it's rare that, you know, it's rare being that Mob Deep was an East Coast group, and those are East Coast artists, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, you would think that they would side with Mob Deep, but no, nah, they they didn't do it like that, you know what I mean? Because I'm guessing they felt like there's too much beefing and all that in hip-hop right now. And when you meet Guru, Guru is not that type of person anyway. Yeah. He's a real cool yeah, yeah. person. You know, God rest it's his soul. Humble. You know, yeah, very. That's a uh, amazing
2: uh, man. What a uh, hell of a conversation, Um, Havoc, um I have uh, the homie Sin. I want to bring on from France. I know he's got a couple questions for you, and then I'm going to give you the okay. floor. Um, Sin, you there, brother?
3: Yes, yes, sir. Hi, Scott. Hi, uh, Havik. Yes. Hey, how's it uh, doing, man? So, yes, we're allowed to have you on the show. Um, can you tell us about the this song, uh, back in the day, Conspiracy, on your classic album, South until Madness, in the ninety one. Yeah, classic. Which song? Uh, conspiracy. conspiracy.
0: Yes. I didn't understand that. I'm sorry.
2: Uh, conspiracy.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Conspiracy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Conspiracy. You know, it's like uh, a lot of people... Out here in in where you know in our neck of the woods, and not just in our neck of the woods, all around the world, you know, they're always caught up in something like that, you know, conspiracies. You know what I mean? So me and Pride, we were sitting around one day. This was a this is something Pride came up with, and Pride said, "Let's do this. Let's talk about you know, let's do a song called Conspiracy." You know what I mean? And and that's what we did. See, that's what we used to do. Uh, me and me and Pride. If if you go back and you listen at the albums, they were always concepted songs. You know, we just never. The only freestyle songs where you just go get people just uh, uh uh going off and saying whatever they want to say, and it really has no kind of, you know, a uh, 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 format to It's things like you know, Gangsta Team and all that. We just labeled it as the gangster Team, and people just said what they said. But other than that. We have songs like Thinking About My Brother. We got songs like Conspiracy, Drive By Homicide, things that that happened in the streets of Los Angeles that we saw happen. And those are the reasons why those songs were made.
3: (laughs) Yeah. All right, yeah. You you were also on the, for this album, on a Pump Records label. Um, Can you tell us about uh, this label and also Blood and Creeps, Bagel and Wax was a on this label too, at this time. What's Can you tell records?
0: us about Pump Records? Yeah. Say that again. Pump
3: Records. He, he wants you to um, tell him
2: about the label Pump Records that uh, the first album oh, okay. came out on.
0: Oh, this first hmm. album that our album came out on Pump. Yeah. What was okay. that yeah, label? Pump, that, uh... pump, pump 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 Records was a sub 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 subsidiary of uh. Quality Records, you know, and I, oh. I think they used it more like a distribution label. Uh, uh, it was, like I said, it was owned by Quality Records, and uh, they put out the likes of us and, and and banging on wax, like you like you mentioned, and yes. and and a few more of the I think lighter shade of brown, if I'm correct. So they put out, you know, yes, a sir. few. I mean, it's it, it, it. They were a solid independent. You know, but where where we wanted to go as a group, you know, they couldn't do what we wanted them to do at that time. You know, they didn't want to let us go. You know, they wanted to keep us, and they was trying to do whatever they could to keep us, but with the likes of Def Jam and, and, and the power that Def Jam have in the industry, it they just couldn't do it. But, you know, Pump is Pump was a great label. Well, say Quality Pump was a great label for us to start off with. You know, it's a great springboard, you know, for any artist, you know, because you got the independent label who, when they spend money and they invest money, they're going to do whatever they have to do to get that money back because that's how you grow your company. With a a company like Dev Jam, Dev Jam can spend some money, and because they're such a powerhouse, you know, if they don't like the project, they can scrap it or they can just shelf it, you know what I mean? With the likes of quality, they can't. So, you know, Quality Pump will give you more attention depending on uh, 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 where you rank in uh, uh, the staff's uh, uh, perception of if you're going to, you know, be a hit as opposed to not be a hit, you know. So it's a a good label. I think they made good decisions for our project because if it wasn't for them technically – doing what they had done, then we wouldn't have been known by, you know, Russell wouldn't have heard of us. You know, that's the first thing Russell said to us when he met us. He's like, I heard of you cats. I heard of you cats. You cats are selling records, you know. And then the next time we met him, he say, give me four hot songs and I'll sign you. I, I, I'll, I'll give you a contract. And we went into the lab, we gave him four hot songs, and he signed us. You know, so Quality Pump was their springboard for us. So it was a great company to be under, great people to work with, you know, and a great promotional team, I would say.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it dope. Yeah. We got also a song, it was SCC Tang on their second album in Gas for Trust. Kind of tell us uh-huh. about this one, SCC Tang. SEC, yeah, SCC
0: Tang was. Uh, a song that 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 if I'm correct, it was thought up by the other by Havoc, the mouthpiece in the group, and uh, originally the song had three verses to it, you know, and LV was singing by himself that third verse, but then because uh, Havoc, the mouthpiece, mother married Squirrel from the Shy Light. He managed to talk to Squirrel, and they came out, him and, and, and a few of the uh, members, they came out, and they sung on the song, and they sung with LV, you know what I mean? So that's how that song came about, you know? Um, it originally started off with us just doing three verses, but one of those verses was sung sung by LV, and then the like joined it because they heard the song, and they felt like they wanted to make a difference now. What we try to do with the song we try to we try to take what was going on in the hood if you saw the video of uh me at the gate and then the car drive up and you know that he shoots back there and shoots the little girl and blah blah blah. we try to put a spin on the song with the video, you know you know like 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 uh put the guns down, stop stop killing each other we were actually talking to the gangbangers and, and the people out there doing the criminal activity, just saying that we need to just quit it all and come together and unify, you know? And it's another song on that album called Bring It On to where we talking about the uh, the Crips and the Bloods and the S.A.s, you know, you know, to stop killing each other and things like that. So we always, with songs like SCC thing and, and in our videos, we always try to send messages out to the people out there, you know, because we were one of the people that supported the truce, you know. So that's what the SEC thing was about. It was more or less of a song that we directed at the streets saying that we need to stop all this bull crap, all this killing and and, and harming each other and selling dope to each other, and let's live in peace and harmony. So that's what we try to do with that song. And I feel like we accomplished a lot with that song. You know, so I mean, if you look at the video, the video has a lot of views. Yeah, for sure, it's like a movement. Historical.
3: Do, do yeah. you remember the, the <laughs> first concert? Remember the, the first concert you did in in uh, in the life of FCC?
0: The first concert we did would be Summer Jam in 1994. The first Summer Jam where we performed. And we were kind of uh we had the you know, the brat was there, uh Bone Thugs and Harmony was there, Domino was there, uh uh Easy Eating was there, uh and it was like we kind of feared going out there amongst the likes of those cats and bombing, you know, not doing a good job. But we actually, when we performed in that, our first performance on a big stage like that in front of thousands of people, we actually rocked that crowd. We had them going. We had them up. We had them lit. You know what I mean? And it felt good because I think we came behind Ghetto Jam by Domino, if I'm correct. And that back then was one of the biggest songs in L.A. Yeah. So just know, you know, and, and, and sweet potato pie and all that stuff. Domino was, at Domino was, oh he 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 didn't peak, but he was rising. You AMG know what I mean? Was and, some of his stuff. Yeah. AMG, and was there. Yeah, every Queen Latifah, them, they, and a lot of people was there performing in this summer jam because back in the '90s, we had a lot of hot artists going on at that time. So for us to step on the stage with all those artists performing, you know, it, it, it was kind of like a nervous moment. But once we got up there and, 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 and they kicked it off and we start spitting that first, that first lyric, we got comfortable. And, we you know, because we knew we had to bring it. We knew we had to do what it takes because we knew who was watching and what we were up against. So, you know, that was my most rememberable moment because of so many many, uh, uh, celebrities, so many raps, you know, celebrities, you know, was in the building. And it was our chance to see and show, you know, people what we were made of and see what we were made of, you know. So we did well. We did
3: very well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you bring it on.
1: Yeah, we brought it uh,
3: up <laughs> It was a Real
2: honor to interview you uh, Havoc, uh, thank you for taking the time To do this Before we get out of here though, I want to give you the floor uh, Man, let them know uh, You know what I'm saying, anything you want man. Shout outs, whatever, it's, it's all yours brother
0: Alright, man uh, yo, The name of the show is Murder, Murder Murder Master Music Show that's what I was talking. I kept thinking, "Murder mastermind, murder master music." First of all, I want to give a big shout out to the murder music, uh, ma- murder music, murder, <laughs> murder, <laughs> murder master, master, master music. music. <laughs> Too many <years>. murder <laughs> master music. show. I'm up here, man. I'm tongue twisted right now. I mean, when I met tongue twisted, that's another story. Um, so I want to give a big shout out to y'all, man, for having me. It's a blessing. You know, anytime uh, you you, 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 you want to interview a member of South Central Cartel, you want to interview me when uh, 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 liquid nitrogen drop, you know, just reach out. You have my hookup. You know, I'll shoot you my number uh, once we're off the interview. I want to give a shout-out to all my fans out there uh, that have been supporting us, South Central Cartel, over the years, have been supporting Havoc over the years, you know, and anything that we are associated or affiliated with. I want to give a shout-out to my wife, my children. I want to give a shout-out to Big Pride, Young Pride, uh, LV, DJ Chaos, uh, 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 Rest in Peace DJ Grip, you know, and I want to say, you know, um, I appreciate you guys again, and hopefully we can do this again.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Anytime. Anytime, man. Uh, always a, a pleasure. Thank you so much, man. Stay safe, man. You and yours be uh be easy. And uh man, we'll get at you real soon, brother.
0: Another soldier for All the right, I'll be wicked for you, man. The niggas knocked it and I fucked him like a socket. Split his fucking ass, cause I never played the last place. So now he's walking with the motherfucking gas face. That's why right, I'm burning motherfuckers like a hawk. You're walking like a cripple and retarded bitch. I never fuck around when I'm with a team of fucking gangster. West Coast freestyle gangster. Kicking a foot up in your ass like Pele, And prosecuting like a motherfucking G8. I'm rolling this small coupe drop through the hood of cheese. And hitting the dips on the undercover PIG. I'm giving a fuck about Nathan. Other nigga on my shit, nigga. I don't waste a minute, motherfuckers, I be smoking. I got another gang doing Sometimes I walk around strapped, nigga. I got another gang doing Back up in the hood, I thought you knew. Oh, punch your didn't know. Told you gotta grip your dick and drop like a sick and smoke. I put my foot up in your ass so far. I'm leaving prints on your neckline. Find Mr. Bogor. Another victim of society. Why did you lie to me? So I gotta use my strap, stage and take your motherfuckers out. It could have been prevented, but the niggas was shot from the stump AK-47, waste of heaven. I took him forward to 11 and left his ass with 187. Just another nigga dead and gone. He fell victim to the comb as I punched in the gold broom. I roll the streets with the murder representative I'm known for kicking hoes and niggas next and causing them an instant death. Young niggas going now winning the gang story that a nigga tells i don't wait a minute motherfuckers. got me smoke i got a nigga gang story this pain sometimes i walk around streets nigga i got a nigga gang story this pain i don't wait a minute motherfuckers. got me smoke i got a nigga gang story this pain sometimes i walk around streets nigga i got a nigga Central L.A. is the gang capital of the world, where niggas walk around strapped daily, and won't hesitate to smoke your ass in a minute. Take it from the mouthpiece, this is just another gang story. Back up in the hood, oh yes I'm back, I'm leaving your fucking soul, marinated in the heat as I creep. I'm sticking my shoe up in your ass so far, my shoestring will look like emeralds as you lying in the fucking morn. I give the fuck when I creep, I told you I was evil as a nigga when I'm The ground war, the graveyard dropping your niggas cause I'm that hard. Rhyme sun causing havoc for the underground. You fuck around, you lie around, and yo, you hang around. I'm putting niggas on brave ship. The Glock 9 place connect the dots.